Blog Talk Radio. Embrace Today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host pre Curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing, and restoration through the Word of God. John 16.33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Good morning and welcome to Embrace Today. I am your host, Epri Curry, and this morning we are getting ready to start a new series. We are starting the Ready Series. Um, I'm super excited about this series. It'll also be an eight-week series, as was the Focus Series. And the Ready Series is a series that is to help us to understand and get better insight on if we are ready. Um, Sometimes we can, sometimes we can uh, not want to prepare ourselves for situations if it's something that we don't want to do. And, you know, sometimes we want to be ready and we have a desire to be ready, but some resistance that we have within ourselves is hindering us from being ready. And so being ready for something is something that we all long for. We don't want to um, have something come up and we don't want to be prepared for it, but we want to make sure that we are prepared for what's getting ready to happen. And regardless of what it is, we uh, we want to be fully prepared when our time comes. It's easy for us to be ready when we know what we're expecting or if it's something that we want to do. But the question I ask is, uh, what about when we don't know what to expect or we don't want what we are getting prepared for? Is there a possibility that we can still be ready? Is there a possibility that we can even be more ready than we think we are? And so we are going through our lives and, and through the process that we have to go through, and oftentimes everything that we are going through is preparing us for what God is getting ready to do in our lives. And so as I was thinking about the Ready series, I was thinking about um, the seasons outside and how it is, and it's it's winter and it's getting ready to be spring in a few days, and we've had some spring-like days um, just last week, and then next week there's going to be a few days that it's going to be in the 70s, but yet it's still winter. And so we have to be prepared for what's next in our lives. We have to make sure that we are prepared regardless of what it looks like outside, regardless of what the season says. So it's winter right now, and spring is getting ready to come up. And so spring is going to arrive whether we are ready or not. And so we have to be prepared for that season. And so just like the season that right now in our lives, we are in a season right now and we have to be prepared for the next season because if we aren't ready, then there's a lot of things that can happen to us that can cause us to go in a downward spiral. And so this series is to help us to understand that we must be ready at all times We have to make sure, as we talked about um, in the last series, being focused on God is what's going to cause us to be ready. And sometimes we think that we have to have all of these different credentials and we have to have all of these things to be ready. But when you align yourself with God and he gives you what you need to be ready, then you're ready. And so we don't want to put more weight on ourselves than we need to. 
But we want to make sure that we are staying aligned with him and allowing him to take us through our process so that we can be prepared for what's next. And so this morning we are going to come from Luke chapter 2, verses 41 through 52. Again, that's Luke chapter 2, verses 41 through 52. And we are going to talk from the topic of prepared for what's next. And so as we are going to Luke chapter 2, verses 41 through 52, I just want to keep uh, the ready, the, the word ready in mind. I'm not asking the question, are you ready, but I'm just saying ready. You should be ready. We should always be ready for what God is getting ready to do in our lives. We should always be available. We should always be ready. We should always be open for what God is getting ready to do in our lives. And it can happen in a matter of minutes. It can be just like it can be snowing today and 70 tomorrow. We have to be ready for what God is getting ready to do. It can be one thing today and something different tomorrow. And so we want to make sure that as we are um, going through this ready series, that we are asking ourselves the question, that we are looking at our lives and examining ourselves and making sure that we aren't carrying anything extra that we should be letting go of so that we can be ready and available for what God is getting ready to do next. And we don't want to be, we don't want to have to start getting ready when something happens. Um, I like that the forecast, it'll show you some days, sometimes it goes up to 10 days in advance, sometimes seven. You can see the weekend forecast. Um, it's not a guarantee, but it kind of gives you a little visual of what it could possibly be. And so you can prepare for it versus if we just had to wake up each and every day and just guess. Um, by going through the day on what the temperature was going to be, if it was going to rain or snow or if it was going to be sunny. Well, when we align ourselves with the Holy Spirit and we stay in alignment with him, then he will begin to pour into us on what we need to be prepared for and how we need to prepare. And so just keep that in mind as we are going through this ready series. So let's look at verses 41 through 45 of Luke chapter 2. It says, every year Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival according to the custom. After the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. And so when we are prepared for what's next, we'll know that some customs will be broken. Um, the text says that every year Jesus' parents went up to Jerusalem for this festival. Well, when he was 12, they took him up with him, and then when it was time for them to leave, they left. And so typically when you think of them going up to the festival, when it was time to leave, they all would leave at the same time. Well, this was Jesus' time coming, so first time coming, so you would think that the whole family would leave. Well, Jesus stayed behind, and his parents went forward. And so we have to know that some customs will be broken. He went up with them, but he did not leave with them. He stayed back. And when we think about customs, we're, we're talking about practices and formalities, things that are normally done, things that are typical, things that um, – are traditional and things like that. And so we must understand that when we are preparing for what's next, some customs will be broken. Everything is not going to be the same. And then also, if we look at it, they looked for him among family and friends. And so 
although that would have been normal because when you go up to the Passover, there are so many people that are traveling at the same time. And so if, think about you and your uh, family reunion or you going to like a fair or something and you have your children, there's other people with you. If you, see, if you don't see your child with you, you'll automatically assume that they are with um, some of the people that you may have come with. But Jesus wasn't with them either. And so it would have been normal for him to be among family and friends during that time, but they didn't, um, he wasn't among them either. So they had to go back to Jerusalem to look for him. They went back to Jerusalem at a time where they should have been still heading home, if not already at home. And so there was customs broken on that day when Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. And so as we are preparing for what's next in our lives, we have to understand that there will be some practices and formalities that will be broken. Everything is not going to be the same because we are prepared for what's getting ready to happen. We aren't staying in the mode of what's happening now. And when you are prepared for what's happening, you can't want to hold on to how things are normally done and how things have always been done and what everyone else is doing and that type of thing. But you have to make sure that you understand that practice practices, and formality, customs will be broken. And you also must understand that you are following the guidance of the Holy Spirit. We aren't following the status quo. We aren't following what other people are doing. We aren't following what we did in the previous season because, again, we are allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us. We are focused on God, and because we are focused on him and allowing him to impart in us and prepare in us, we are ready, we are open, we are available for what he is getting ready to do in our lives. And so it can be done in a way that it's not normally done. And, again, some customs will be broken, and that's anything. It, It can be something minor or it can be something major. But the key thing is, is we have to be ready regardless of what it is that's going to be broken. Sometimes when customs and formalities are broken, um, it can seem, you can seem uncomfortable or you can, it can seem that you're doing the wrong thing or people will begin to put their mouths on your situation when they don't understand that you are doing the work of the Lord. And so we have to understand that customs will be broken. We're not going to do everything the same. We're not going to do what our parents did. We may not do what our friends did, but we have to do what the Lord is do. We have to do what the Lord is telling us to do in our lives. And don't be afraid when um, customs are broken. You can't be afraid to do the work of the Lord. You can't be afraid to um, separate for some pe- from some people for a time. You can't be afraid to separate from things from some time. And you can't be afraid to be around people that, that you aren't used to being around. We have to get to the place to where we are allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us. And when we are prepared for what's next, we won't be afraid for those customs that will be broken. We won't be afraid to do what the Lord has called for us to do because we know that we are in alignment with him. And so regardless of if we know what the Lord is getting ready to do in our lives, if we have an an unction or a feeling that he is getting ready to do something and we don't know what, if we've been uncomfortable with what God is doing in our lives, um, if we don't even want to do, we know what the Lord wants wants to do in our lives, but we don't want to do it. We feel inadequate or we feel like we just we aren't able to do it, if we feel like we're unqualified or we don't have the credentials to do it, we have to get to the place to where we are ready. We have to say, Lord, I am open. I am here for you and to do your will. Everything that I do will be done for your glory. And so when customs are broken and you are lined up with the word of God, just know that you are continuing to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you so that you can be available for what's next in your life. And so let's look at verses 46 through 47. 
It says, after three days, they found him in the temple court, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. So when we are prepared for what's next, we'll, we'll have to know that some customs will be broken, but then we have to sit, listen, and ask questions. Uh, when his parents were looking for him, they didn't find him among friends. And so, again, that was a custom that was broken because he um, would have, uh, someone would have normally been found among the family or friends, but he was found, Jesus was found in the temple courts among the teachers. And so that was another custom. Sometimes you have to find yourself, you know, and nowadays everyone wants to be the teacher or everyone wants to be the one that's in charge or the one that's leading. But we have to sometimes take the posture that Jesus took and we have to, number one, sit. Sitting is a posture of humility. Um, it's You're being taught. You're being poured into. You are allowing the teacher to speak into your life. You are sitting down and resting and receiving all that the teacher has to give you. But then he was listening. He was being taught, he was taking in what they were telling him, and he was utilizing that, and he was asking questions. He was getting a better understanding. And so when we are preparing for what's next or when we are prepared for what's next, we aren't neglecting to sit, listen, and ask questions because that's the way that we will be able to understand and get through um, what we are going to get through. Although some customs may be broken, there's still a covering that we have that the Lord has placed within us. And sometimes we just need to sit with the Lord, sit, listen, and ask questions with him and allow him to pour into us so that we can be prepared for what's next. And then he has the earthly covering that he has given us. And sometimes we need to sit, listen, and ask questions under our earthly covering so that we can be prepared for what's next. And so sometimes, especially nowadays, everyone wants to be in charge. Everyone wants to be in control. Everyone wants to preach. Everyone wants to teach. Everyone wants to prophesy. Everyone wants to be in control, but no one wants to be taught. No one wants to have a seat and listen. No one wants to be quiet. And we have to get to that place to where we are closing our mouths. We are sitting listening, and asking questions. We have to get to that posture of humility. Although Jesus was God, he was He was also human in this standpoint. And so he could have went outside of his humanness and embraced um, what he had in being God and said, I don't need to sit, listen, and ask questions. But if Jesus sat, listen, and ask questions, we too are supposed to sit, listen, and ask questions if we are desiring to be like him. And so even with his anointed self, even with all he had, even with being the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, even with being who he was, he still had a posture of humility. And so we have to get to that place to where we have that posture of humility, where we are taking a seat, where we are listening, and when we are asking questions, we are getting that understanding. It's not enough for us to just know knowledge, because knowledge puffs up. But we have to have an understanding of what God is saying, what God is doing. We have to make sure that we are in alignment with him and allowing him to be who he is in our lives. And so when we are prepared for what's next, we have to know that some customs will be broken. But then we have to sit, listen, and ask questions. I love that. Sit, listen, and ask questions. And so let's look at verses 48 through 50. It says, 48 through 50 says, when his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, son, 
Why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me, he asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? And some translations say, didn't you know I had to be about my father's business? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. And so when we are prepared for what's next, we have to know that some customs will be broken. We have to sit, listen, and ask questions. But then we also must understand the things that we should know. Uh, they were astonished when they found him in the temple because, again, they, they looked first among family and friends. They looked in the first place that they thought that he would be um, when they found out that he wasn't with them. And so we must understand some things that we should know. It says, he says, didn't you know? He asked, why were you searching for me? Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? So the first thing he was doing was he was showing his unique connection with God. Although he was a miraculous, although he was born miraculous and, and he was born of the Holy Spirit, they still didn't have the full understanding of who he was and what he was doing. And so he was letting them know his connection with God and that he had a purpose. And so when we are connected with God and when we have that purpose, we need to understand the things that we should know. We shouldn't be worried about things that we shouldn't know. We shouldn't be worried about and trying to figure things out and make customs that we, we should be breaking. We shouldn't be trying to make those customs work, and we shouldn't try to be in a position that we shouldn't be in, but we have to understand the things that we should know. He said, why were you searching for me? He thought that that was something that she, they should have known, but they didn't. And so we have to understand that there are some things that we will know and there are some things that we won't know. But the most important thing is, is we have to have that connection with God so that we can fulfill the purpose that he has for us in our lives. And so regardless of where we are in our uh, walk, regardless of where we are in whatever season that we're in in our lives, we have to be ready for whatever is next. There's always something that's going to happen next. It may not be every quarter. It may not be every year. But whenever the Lord says, this is getting ready to happen, we must be ready. And so we have to live each and every day with expectation. We have to under, uh, understand the things that we should know is that God is working every day. And so because he's working each and every day, we should live as if we are prepared for what's next. We should not be lackluster or we should not fall back and live mediocre or, um, you know, live like we don't have purpose, walk around aimlessly. But what we do know is God is always at work. And he's always going to do something, and we have to be ready and available for what he is getting ready to do. And so we have to make sure that we know, number one, that we have that connection with God and we have a purpose for God. And everyone is not going to understand your purpose or your connection with God, but you have to understand it, and you have to know that you are doing what he has called for you to do. And so when you are ready and prepared for what's next, you have to understand the things that you should know. And so let's look at verse 51. It says, then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all these things in her heart. So when we are prepared for what's next, we have to know that some customs will be broken. We have to sit. Let me back up to this. Some customs will be broken part. So, when I say some customs will be broken, there are some traditions, practices, and formalities, some of those things that will be broken. However, that doesn't mean that we go marching into other people's churches and organizations out of order telling them that we're not doing what, we're, what, what they want us to do. We have to make sure that we are doing everything aligned by the Holy Spirit and allowing him to lead us. Um, some people think that um, 
tradition is bad. Tradition, all tradition is not bad. Some tradition is actually very good. Um, but we have to get to the place to where we aren't out of order and we aren't act, acting prideful and marching into places trying to control things because when the Holy Spirit is leading you, he will always lead you in spirit and in truth, and it will always be a reflective of Jesus' character. And so when we are outside of that character, then we have to know that um, we are acting the way that the Lord is acting. We are out of God's alignment, and we have to get back in alignment with him. So I want to make sure I say that part, that some customs will be broken. And you can't go into a place accepting a job or accepting to do a particular thing or um, that they are asking you to do. And once you get on board to do it, you're trying to change it because you don't think that that's something that you want to do or you don't feel that custom or things like that. You have to make sure that you are following leadership order. So I just wanted to make sure we have that clear because I didn't want nobody going to work or anything talking about their change in practices and formalities today. All right, so back to verse 51. And so so when we are prepared for what's next, we have to know that some customs will be broken. We have to sit, listen, and ask questions. We have to understand the things that we should know. And then we have to be obedient. So after they got back with him and they talked to him and they had that conversation, he then went back down to Nazareth with them and he was obedient. So we have to be obedient. We ha- He had those earthly parents that the Lord had given, them, given him, and so he was obedient to them. And although Mary did not understand everything that was happening, she still treasured in her heart the things that he said. And so we have to make sure that we are obedient. We are being obedient number one, to the Lord, and then number two, to the people that the Lord has placed over us. When we are obedient, we are not trying to do things our own way. We are not trying to be in control. We are still, number one, connected with God, and we are moving towards our purpose. And so just because we have purpose, just because we have a connection with God and God can talk to us does not mean that we have to be or can be disobedient to the people that he has placed over us in our lives. And so we have to be obedient number one to him and then number two to who he has placed over us are covering um, regardless of where it is whether it's in the home whether it's your husband or your father your mother whether it's on the job um, whether it's in church whether it's in, in the community we have to make sure that we are being obedient and we aren't just doing what we want to do because we want to do it we have to still make sure that we are in alignment because when we are in this when we are disobedient We aren't ready. We can't be ready for what's next. We can't be ready and available and open for what God is getting ready to do in our lives if we are disobedient. Because when we are disobedient, we're opening up the doors. We're opening the doors for Satan to come in and begin to, and for him to begin to use us. And so we want to make sure that when we are prepared for what's next, that we are obedient, that we are walking in what the Lord has called for us to walk in, that we are submissive, that we are humble, and that we are staying in alignment with the Holy Holy Spirit and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in all that we do. And so verse 52 says, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. And so when we are prepared for what's next, we have to know that some customs will be broken. We have to sit, listen, and ask questions. We have to understand the things that we should know. We have to be obedient. And then we have to grow. In verse 52, it says, when he, 51, it says, he went back down to Nazareth with him and was obedient to them. And then it says, after um, his mother treasured all these things in her heart, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. And so it, 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 
to me, seems like him being obedient and him growing went together. You can't grow if you're disobedient. And so when we think about growing, we think about developing, maturing, increasing, building up. And it says that he grew in wisdom, meaning he grew in good judgment. He didn't just have knowledge. He had understanding, and he knew how to utilize what he what he had in his mind. And so he used good judgment. He grew in stature. He was physically, he physically developed and matured, and he grew in favor. It says, and he grew in favor with God, number one, that was spiritually, and then with man, that was socially. So he wasn't so isolated. And so when he developed, when he matured, when he increased, when he built himself up through being obedient, then he was able to have that wisdom stature and then grow in favor with God and man. And so when we are prepared for what's next, we have to grow. We have to develop and mature. But we can't develop and mature if we aren't being obedient to what God has called us to be obedient in and to who God has called us to be obedient to. It's first obedient to him and then the others follow. But we can't grow in wisdom and stature. We can't make good judgment if we are disobedient. And so what we have to stay in alignment with what the Lord is doing so that we can be ready. And when growing in favor, he grew in favor, number one, with God. Growing in favor with God is so important. And when we are disobedient, uh, we can't grow in favor with God because we're we're submitting to the devil. We're submitting to evil when we aren't um, obedient to God. But when we are obedient to God, we are spiritually growing. And 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 then man would man would be able to see the favor of God that's on your life, the glory of God, the light of Jesus. They will be the man will be able to see that, and so we will be able to grow, and we will have that respect. Because And it's not because of you, but it's because of the God that is in you. Not saying that everyone is going to respect you, but you will have the respect of men. There will be people that will see the favor of God on your life. And so when you walk into what God is preparing you to walk into, people will see the true God that is on your life, and they will know that it is God that is leading you, that you are equipped with God. They will believe the words that are coming out of your mouth. They will believe that you really care when you say that you care. They will believe that you are there to help when you say that you are there to help. And so when you walk in what God has called you to walk in, when you are prepared for what's next, when you are ready, you don't have to take the time to put your clothes on. You don't have to take the time to get your umbrella because you are already prepared for whatever it is getting ready to do when you walk out that door because you are in alignment with the Holy Spirit, meaning you have already seen the forecast. You know what to expect. And so when that day comes, you all you have to do is walk into what God is getting ready ready to do. We have to make sure that we are ready. We are always ready. It's not a, I'll be ready in a year. I don't see this happening tomorrow, so I'll start getting ready five years from now. Everything that we do helps us and equips us to get ready for what God is getting ready to do. So we have to live each and every day of our lives as if we are getting ready to walk into what we are getting ready to walk into at that moment. We have to always be ready. We have to always be aligned with the Lord. We have to always be obedient to his word. We have to always be in a posture of humility and allowing the Lord to pour into us. We have to always understand that it is, number one, his spirit that will lead us and guide us, and then he has provided us with people to help us along the way. And so we have to place God first. And when we allow his Holy Spirit and his word to link up, when we continue in prayer with him and allow him to 
speak to us and allow him to lead us and prepare us, then we will always be ready for what he is getting ready to do in our lives. So is it possible for us to be ready for something that we aren't expecting to happen? Yes, it is truly ready. It is truly possible for you to be available, for you to be ready, for you to be open for what God is getting ready to do in your life. And so live each day. Live each day as if you are prepared for what's next. Stay in a posture of humility. Stay open. If we look at Proverbs 24, it says, the sluggards do not plow in season. So at harvest time, they look and find nothing. And so we don't want to be a sluggard. We don't want to be one of those people that are not doing the work that we are supposed to do just because we don't think it's the time that we are supposed to do it, just because it's an opposite season. We have to always stay ready to be prepared to walk into what's next, to walk into what God is getting ready to do in our lives. Not saying that it's going to be easy for you to walk into it, but it will be easier if you are ready than it would be if you weren't ready. And so as we think about this today, as we think about what we are getting ready to do, and as we think about what the Lord is getting ready to do in our lives, as we think about what the Lord is already doing in our lives, as we think about what he has been speaking to us um, even this past week, if we think about what he has been doing, the changes that has been happening, if we think about those things and allow the Lord to lead us, when we stay in alignment with him, when we sit, listen, and ask questions, when we are obedient and then we develop, then we'll be able to be, then we'll be fully ready to do what the Lord has called for us to do. And so I would like to thank you for tuning in this morning. I pray that everyone has a blessed day. I pray that you will continue to stay in alignment with the Lord and allow him to do what he is uh, getting ready to do in your life. You have been ordained for this. This is your purpose. This is your destiny. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you that you continue to speak to us through your word, Lord. We thank you that you continue to show us who you are in your word, Lord. We thank you that your word continues to show us who we are, Lord. We thank you even for the correction and conviction that comes through your word and your Holy Spirit, God. We thank you, Lord, for forgiveness, Lord. We thank you that you continue to be who you are, God. We thank you for another opportunity, Lord, to become more and more like you each and every day, God. Lord, we need you. We love you. We thank you and we praise you. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace Today. You can further connect with Whole House Ministries by viewing our website at www.wholehouseministries.org, liking Whole House Ministries on Facebook, and following at Curry on Twitter. Be blessed and embrace your today.